Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is the Hockey News Podcast. Welcome to the Hockey News Podcast. We are all, we are boots on the ground in Las Vegas. If you can't tell, presented by our, our partners at BetMGM, by the way. It's the way to bet. Be where the action is. Um, and we just thought, you know, after every game, we're here in our hotel room. Uh, we thought that we would just sort of go over the game, talk a little bit about it. Uh, obviously, what happened tonight, game one, crazy game. You know, lots of lots of violence, lots of scoring, yeah. lots of yelling, lots of pageantry. Uh, the Vegas Golden Knights obviously beat the uh, Florida Panthers by a score of five to two uh, to take a, as I put, commanding one nothing series lead. Um, lots to talk about here, Ryan. Why, why don't you just give me your thoughts? Thoughts on what the game was like so far? Yeah, I mean, I was surprised by the level of animosity right off the mm-hmm. hop. Uh, you know, because it's not like these two teams have a history together, but. You know, as some of the Golden Knights pointed out after the game, like, this is the final series. Like, this is what it's all about. So that, they weren't surprised. But mm. I thought there was a couple of keys to the game. You know, Aiden Hill was obviously huge in net for the Vegas Golden Knights. I didn't think he looked entirely comfortable in the first period. Um, but having said that, you know, he made the stops necessary. And then, of course, he had the massive save on Nick Cousins in the second period that I think really helped the Golden Knights, uh, you know, stanch uh, Florida's momentum if they were going to mm-hmm. get some because Cousins was wide open. It looked like a gimme. And uh, Hill got the paddle on it. It was just incredible. Um, the physicality, you know, we mentioned before, I thought the Golden Knights were a lot more disciplined. And, you know, we saw this at the end of the game with the big scrum. Um, you know, Matthew Kachuk gets booted. Sam, Sam Bennett, Bennett gets, gets booted. booted. Chandler Stevenson got booted for the Golden Knights. Because someone had to go. <clears throat> someone had to go. Yeah. Um, but I do wonder, you know, what this means for game two and even beyond. Because mm-hmm. obviously, you know, Kachuk and Bennett are going to be on the radar of the refs. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, they took some some – liberal punches at a uh not conservative punches no no at a uh, a prone nick haig you know haig was being held by mark stahl um so you know i I wonder if that's going to uh sort of translate where you know the panthers have to be smarter with their aggression Mm -hmm. um the other point i would make and you know this is something that i'm going to be blogging about uh tomorrow or today depending on when you watch this video you know i I thought that the middle of the ice would be really important mm-hmm. in this series because both teams have been so good either defending the middle or getting into the middle. In game one, Vegas won that battle. There was at least two goals where they got traffic in fr- front of Bobrovsky, mm-hmm. and you know the, the shot came from either the point in uh, Zach Whitecloud's case for the game winner or just above the hash marks in the case of Shea Theodore's goal that, that made it 2-1 where he kind of walked in a bit. Um, and, you know, the, the Golden Knights had enough traffic that Bobrovsky uh, couldn't make the save. 
uh, you know, on the other hand, I, I didn't think the Panthers got a lot of looks in tight on Aiden Hill. They certainly had some some great eight chances, and obviously they scored twice. But in terms of that crucial real estate, I thought the Golden Knights uh, dominated in game one. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, they did. And what really struck me, too, and it was a big because uh, I was I was there for all the coaching scrums and a couple of the players as well. And what and and I guess sort of a big thing that that or a big talking point there that really kind of stood out to me as well was um, the fact that the Vegas's I guess, resiliency, if you want to call it that or just unflappability really mm. like the, their ability to recover because um the end of, like they they really were kind of running the show towards the end of the second period for most of the game but like towards really towards the end of the second period and there ends up being sort of like an innocuous 12 seconds left in the period an innocuous offensive or defensive zone draw for the for vegas offensive zone draw for the uh for the panthers and right off the draw, like I, I look down to like fire off a, a, a sweet tweet, if you will. And I look back up and the puck's in the net because yeah. uh, uh, Anthony Duclair has just completely ripped it right off the draw. Mm. And, you know, that's that's to tie the game at two. And that's tough to to go into the locker room. And, you know, you, you had a sort of not a stranglehold, but you had a very good sort of control over the game. You had right. your, you kind of had your your foot on their throat mm. and in a split second off a play that should have just sort of been like a killing of the clock. You, you now suddenly head into the, into the locker room, into the intermission tied and Vegas came out and they didn't miss a single beat. Yeah. They came out and they played their best period of the game. They took it to the Panthers, obviously. And on top of that, and, and moving into your point too, not only did they not get like frazzled, but they allowed themselves to stay disciplined in that as well. And I hate to like, just because it's the team that I see the most, comparing that to like the Leafs per chance, there's no way they do that. Like right. it's, you know, that is, and the thing is, like, there's not a ton of, you know, there, like there's six players left from the, that that original Vegas team yeah. on this roster. Um, you know, and and yeah, there's a couple guys who've been there before, or whatever. But like, it just seems like this Vegas team really does have that sort of been there before steadiness and calm mm. that maybe the Panthers don't because the Panthers, obviously they've, they've made a habit of the, in this playoffs of just beating up their opponent really right. and using that physical toll. Vegas has shown that they can, they can dole out that physicality as well, but also sort of eliminate the, I guess, sort of like, like greasiness to it right. that might bite them if the refs are looking to like even up calls or something towards mm. the end. Yeah, and I mean, it's a good point because I thought one player that uh, maybe a bit of an understated night in terms of, you know, the score sheet, but Alex Petrangelo, I thought, Mm -hmm. played a lot of really poised hockey, which not surprising for him because he is such a top-end defenseman. But I felt he was one of those guys making those little plays where it's settling the puck down in the defensive zone and getting it Mm -hmm. out, you know, making sure that the puck got clear at key times. And obviously, you know, he was a Stanley Cup winner with the St. Louis Blues, so he has been there before. I will also say, too, you know, going back to that Duclair goal, I thought Alexander Barkov was probably the best player on the Panthers on the night. Yeah, Uh, He is their captain, and he's usually one of their best players. He got trucked twice. He got (laughs) handcaked by Jonathan Marchessault. Uh, who gives up, you know, a good three, four inches and uh, I don't know. And how many like pounds. 50 pounds probably. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, but, you know, Barkoff, I thought was super dangerous along with Duclair. I thought mm. that tandem for the Panthers gave them sort of their best opportunities uh, on the evening. And, you know, if Florida's going to even up the series in game two, they're going to have to be more disciplined, obviously. And, you know, I, I think Barkoff 
as, as good as Matthew Kachuk has been uh, so far in this playoffs, I think Barkov, at least in game one, showed that, you know, he has that sort of shark mentality mm-hmm. when he has the puck that he can be a difference maker for them. He also seems like he has that sort of like fatherly presence. Yeah. Like Matthew DeChuck is like the sort like the middle schooler who's like running around. Yeah. Whereas Barkov, like, you know, he was, I would like you said, the best, I would say, Panther on the ice. But he also he didn't get involved in any of the, the stuff in right. any of the, the shenaniganery. And yeah. he was probably the guy who had the most reason to. Because like you sure. said, he got absolutely trucked twice. Yeah. Um, no, it, that that was uh there, there was a lot to really take away. And one thing that I will write about tomorrow is, uh, and it was again brought up, is Vegas's defensive depth. I mm-hmm. mean, they, they really don't have to. It does seem like with Florida, they do have to run their t- top two pairs kind of into the ground. Like they have four defensemen that are going to play the 23, you know, the, up to, you know, 27 minutes per night in the playoffs. And then you know, the third play, pair, not as much. Whereas Vegas, they can sort of just, uh, I mean, obviously, depending on certain situations, they won't. Sure. But but they can, for the, like, at the start of the game, at least, when matchups and, and score effects are into account, they can just kind of roll six guys. And yeah. Bruce Cassidy was talking about that, and he's 100% right. And if you look at their third pair, like Zach Whitecloud and, and Nick Hague, mm-hmm. they played phenomenally tonight. Zach Whitecloud had the game-winning goal. Yep. I mean, this is a this is a deep Vegas team, a team that is not able to be frazzled as much as they are. Yeah. And I think for Florida, I mean, look, they look pretty good at times, but getting like having your your arguably your two best your two most impactful forwards of the playoffs getting kicked out with you know five minutes left in the game mm. that can't that's that's as close to a worst case scenario as you can get, uh, 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 other than a blowout loss. Um, so yeah, I, I think there's a lot of there's a lot of things room for improvement, but. In the in the in in the room, and Paul Maurice always a great quote. Yeah. Um, he literally just went, "Everyone just f and breathe." Yeah, that's yeah. what he said. Everyone just f and breathe. We lost the first game. We lost the first. You know, we lost three uh, or three out of the first four games of the Boston series. Yeah. Came back. Look what happened. The series is not over. They have three games left. Um, so we'll have to see. Indeed, and you know, if, if you're Florida, uh, you know, a rare game where Bobrovsky was yes. not, you know, very a, an absolute Titan. Yeah, exactly. Four goals. And then Vegas had the empty netter. Mm-hmm. Uh, Aiden Hill outplayed him. Absolutely. I, I think that's, yeah. that's, you know, uh, just a fact. Um, so I think Florida kind of has to go back to the drawing board and say like, okay, well, what worked against Carolina and what worked against uh, Toronto isn't going to work against Vegas. So how do we get back into this series? And I agree with Paul Maurice. It's only one game. No time to panic, obviously. But I think, you know, adjustments, and this is something Mark Stahl, Mark Stahl told me on Media Day, there's going to be adjustments every period, every game in this series. And uh, and now, you know, Vegas has the early advantage. So it's up to Florida to counterpunch. Yeah. As the kids say, hole up, let them cook. Yep. So we'll have to see. Uh, we will obviously be back after game two to break it down. But for now, the Vegas Golden Knights lead the Stanley Cup final against the Florida Panthers one game to nothing. Crazy stuff. If game one is any indication of what the series is going to be, we are in for a wild ride. So stay tuned. We cannot wait to, to cover it, break it down with you. We will see you back after game two. 